Hello, everyone. Welcome to another episode of Beneath Vancouver Radio, episode number 49. Coming back with a new webcam, new mic setup. And as you can probably see right in front of you, or if you're at least watching this on the YouTube version, if you're listening to the Spotify or Apple uh, version, you won't be able to see the wonderful guests. That's right, plural guests that I have here today, uh, also known as the Drunk Engineers. But I've got Kevin, Cole, and Johan here uh, for episode 49 of Beneath Vancouver Radio. And before I start, I would just like to give a huge thank you to all of our listeners so far. Uh, we've had a huge success the last couple of weeks. Um, when you're tuning in, this will be kind of near the end of March, but I'm recording this in mid-February. And uh, we've just seen some great success in the last, uh, I guess, month and a half of 2021. And that wouldn't be possible with each and every one of you tuning in. So thank you again for doing that. But without further ado, uh, we've got three people here. So we're going to dive right into it, kind of get into the nitty gritty of uh, of these individuals' stories and kind of what they're doing in the community today. Uh, so let's take it away. And uh, who are you guys today? What are you about? So I guess uh, as... The Drunk Engineers. Um, we're a group of <laughs> lovely name, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> we're a group of mechanical engineering students uh, from UBC, and you know, over the last year, um, we've kind of developed a, a brand and, and built a community around the creative side of drinking. Um, right. We're we're a bunch of guys that enjoy building cool stuff and also drinking, and you know, having a good time along the way. Uh, so we figured, you know, why not combine those two passions? Um, mm-hmm. From there, uh, we've kind of started a bit of a social media presence, um, built a few cool new drinking products, um, the most popular of which is the pump action shotgun tool. Um, and we're right. looking to provide people with both entertainment and kind of new and fun ways to drink and enjoy themselves during, uh, during the pandemic and in social settings when, uh, when those apply. Yeah, I like that a lot. And uh, I guess like a question that maybe some of our listeners are, are wondering, like, how do you guys all know each other? Like classes? Were you guys friends before? Was did you guys meet at a party? And we're like, hey, you like to drink? I like to drink. <laughs> so what's the story behind that? I mean, I want to say I, I know me and Johan um, met in first year through some common friends. Um, and mm-hmm. then where we really got to know each other was second year. Um, and for, for those of you that don't know, the second year for our program, which is mechanical engineering, you pretty much have the exact same schedule as every single person in your program. And so we got to spend eight hours a day, every single day together for <laughs> the two terms of second year. And I think that's where we really got to know each other and uh, really figure each other out. I like that. Was it ever to the point where I guess like a big question as well, uh, and this goes to all three of you. Like, obviously, there's some relationship there of you you enjoy drinking, social drinking, etc. But you also want to make it fun. What was kind of like the point of where you actually got together as like a group and said, like, let's actually do something and make it fun and kind of create something yeah, out well, of it? Pretty much, we would spend even more than eight hours together. I know Kevin would take us to the gym and be our own personal trainer. Personal Not trainer. just drinking, though, right? <laughs> In the mornings, <laughs> and then we'd go through all of our classes, and then we always had a staple at the gallery, 5 p.m. every Friday. And a p- couple pictures for the boys, oh, yeah. and thinking of new business ideas. That was definitely a really fun pastime that we had, and definitely had a really interesting story of how Drunk Engineers really started, which was um, our after our very final exam in fourth year, which was... Sorry, our very final exam, December of 2019, 
we had a couple of drinks at the gallery and right. we were going to the casino that night and pretty, 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 no, pretty, that's pretty, buzzed, a, a pretty buzzed on the 99 <laughs> bus going from UBC to downtown Vancouver. And we were just thinking of wild ideas of, oh, in a year from now, we're going to be selling our company to Barstool and Dave Portnoy. And the funniest part was Cole was yeah. messaging. He was like, okay, I'm going to send an send a message, send a DM on Instagram to, to Portnoy. And he pulls up Big Cat. And all three of us don't even know that Big, Big Cat <laughs> is, is a completely different person from Dave Portnoy. So I think we still have that message in the archives to, to pull up whenever. <laughs> <laughs> Gotta shoot your shot, right? You do, you do. And uh, from what I've heard and from, you know, maybe not necessarily people on the podcast, but just chats, the best uh, ideas definitely come when there's there's some sort of uh, alcohol involved sometimes. So good business ideas and stuff like that. So that's always very, very interesting to hear. Um, I know, at least for me, and I'm, I'm not too sure, maybe even some of the listeners uh, who, who follow you on social have heard you before or have seen um, your work, etc., uh, for me personally, I found out a lot about kind of like the work that you guys are doing uh, during the summertime. And, and I think it was really there where uh, a lot of people were starting to utilize like uh, TikTok was starting to blow up and definitely uh, was kind of the new thing to 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 try content on and stuff like that. And that's actually where I first saw your your guys' TikTok. I don't know exactly what it was, but I, I was just like, I think I recognized Johan in the TikTok. And I was like, wait, that's that's Johan. What's he doing? And stuff like that. So I, I definitely was intrigued. But um, I, I guess for for those like, uh, again, who are tuning in, what, what besides like kind of the origin story and kind of saying exactly, you know, uh, idea really spawned from just you guys just having fun, right? And a couple of buddies just with good ideas and just bouncing on each other off each other and stuff like that. What was kind of like those next steps, especially during the summer of 2020, where again, COVID kind of hit and, you know, you couldn't do the usual just going to a party and just like drinking and stuff like that, that we're so accustomed to. What was that kind of transition like for you guys as, you know, as you were planning this, this product and this brand really? Yeah. So I guess the summer is really where the pump action um, came to life. And that's, it started with the prototype that was made out of PVC pipes and bolts, and <laughs> a very rough prototype, but kind of over the summer, we took that through the 3d printing stage um, got some testers out. We actually, we actually opened up a store, I think back in June, um, to just see if oh people like this and there was a ton of interest in it. Um, and then that kind of caused us to really see this as an opportunity to provide people with new and exciting stuff when, you know what, there's not a lot of fun, exciting stuff going on. Um, and we decided to run a Kickstarter mm-hmm. in July. Um, so then that really allowed us to, I mean, see this as a real opportunity uh, and take it to the next level. Um, so in those summer months, lots of content creation, lots of design work, um, and overall just a lot of fun. Yeah, no, that's good. How, how what was, who was out of the three, the one to say like, let's create a TikTok? Our, our TikTok <laughs> who, who was star. that brave soul that ventured into that? Oh, <laughs> well, I'm going to, I'm going to take that one. I think um, <laughs> when we posted the first video, it was still, kind of early in the year, I think it was in like Feb when we posted the first one and everyone still laughed at TikTok for what it was. Oh, yeah. That's fair. Um, it hadn't really gotten that big push yet that it did in the summer. And we posted a couple of TikToks, got decent views. And the third video we posted, we racked up over a million views in a day. Mm-hmm. And I remember just 
looking at that and I, I was over at a friend's house the night that it was it was going viral and we were putting in bets like okay what's it going to be an hour from now <laughs> and it was going up like a hundred thousand views an hour um, and it was just crazy for us to get that much outreach so early on a platform um, right. and that's where we thought okay well let's utilize this yet yeah, let's actually try to build up this brand and get a bit more outreach through this platform as we can. Yeah, I mean, definitely from a from a marketing perspective, right? TikTok, I think even still to this day, one can argue that it's still the best platform for pure organic reach. Um, you know, Instagram and Facebook and all the other kind of platforms are unfortunately a little bit diluted and and uh, definitely expects you to to pay to get you know that exposure that you want. So, uh, kudos to you guys for kind of seeing that opportunity because it's definitely some. You know, some people in similar situation would probably be like, nah, it's just a fad or nah, it's maybe not our demographic, you know, and stuff like that. So it's it's taking that risk, right? And and, and just going for it and, and having fun, right? I think as well, like, that's kind of the premise of, you know, when I think drunk engineers, I think like, just a couple of guys, obviously, I know I, I've seen you guys. And I know you guys and, and I know Johan personally. So I know, like, he's definitely a fun guy. And whenever we drank together, it's always good times with him. But um that's like the brand and the image that you guys want to want to share, right? So I think that's why I think a lot of people also just uh, can connect with it. You guys are just, you know, university students, university engineers, just having having fun while while creating some cool products for for people to to enjoy. So, so that's uh that's definitely a, a big ups for you guys and and tapping into that market. I think is is super important. But I guess a, a big question that I'm interested in, and uh, maybe maybe you guys, I'd like to hear the perspective from all three of you if, if you don't mind. Um, what's kind of like the next steps? Um, I'm assuming you guys are graduating soon. What's kind of what are you guys thinking of? Uh, like, where do you see this going? Or where would you like to see it go? I guess is the better question. No one really knows. <laughs> I guess, okay, I'll, I'll take the first uh, swing at this <laughs> yeah, one. Go for it. <laughs> um, so with the kind of our graduation coming up, um, we've actually started an intern hiring process. Uh, and we're looking to bring on one to two more people to really help us um, make some bigger waves in the drinking industry, uh, in the e-commerce side of things. And, you know, right. we're, we're really looking for a student who's kind of eager to learn and, and wants to get their hands uh, dirty in the whole kind of entrepreneurship process. Uh, and what mm-hmm. better way to do that in, in kind of a fun, um, dynamic environment than kind of what we currently work in? Um I guess the next step would be kind of getting more of a formal office space, but that's a big dream at this point. <laughs> um, yeah, that's my that's my take on it. Yeah, no, me, that's good. I I'd like that. Us three are pretty spread thin. We are obviously in school full time with five and a half courses each, um, on top of drunk engineers. So there's obviously a lot of different opportunities and paths. I know Kevin's always been talking about starting a YouTube up, but it's a lot of different things that we want to start rolling out in the summer. So I think that period will, you'll be seeing a lot more growth just because of the time constraints that we have right now in January, February. Um, And yeah, definitely very excited to start expanding the team in terms of an intern and potentially a new project lead in the coming months. I like that. Yeah, I think the boys said it really well. Um, the next steps, really, the way we see it is try to grow as much as we can in the coming months. It's We're definitely putting in as many hours as we can right now, but 
that's going to double in the summer. So we're all excited <laughs> to be able to kind of go at this really full time for a little while um, and figure out how big we can really make it. Are you are you guys all done in uh, this this year? Is this all your final done. year? <laughs> Hope so. <laughs> uh, so yeah knock on wood you know don't worry that was me last year too i was just like oh, i just want to get this over with yeah <laughs> okay well, well hopefully that all pans out and yeah i think the 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 shift like from being a student to to obviously graduating and and, and everything like that and having this project already kind of already started and not necessarily starting from you know square one i think is, is a big advantage for for you guys and being able to yeah as you mentioned just double down during summer uh, and I think as well, that's when obviously a lot more it's considered, you know, the party time and stuff like that. And people are enjoying a couple brews outside. It's sunnier here in Vancouver, nicer weather, et cetera. So definitely a peak opportunity to to uh, expand and, and grow whatever whatever you'd like to do with with Drunk Engineer. So uh, I'm, I'm looking forward to that and I'm excited to see what kind of products and, and stuff you guys put out there. What how how and I'm curious because there's obviously oh go ahead, Cole. Yeah. I was just going to say on that note, um, with kind of the outdoors and drinking um, part of the summer, one thing we've kind of started here at UBC is our pump action scavenger hunt. And I think kind of doing some more uh, connecting with the lower mainland community is something that we really want to do more of. And especially over the summer when, you know, beaches are open, stuff like that. We'd love to, I mean, meet as many people as we can and, and kind of really spread the spread the drunk engineers word uh, through the lower. Obviously staying COVID friendly and all. Yeah. Yeah. Of course. (laughs) Yes, yes, yes. We like to reiterate that following guidelines and stuff like that. (laughs) For sure. For sure. Um, I'm curious as well, uh, just kind of switching gears, uh, unless in the content side and more like the fun side, but more of the, you know, the nitty gritty and the behind the scenes that obviously a lot of people don't see when it comes to entrepreneurship and building a brand and a product, et cetera. Um, how do you guys kind of like divvy up the work? Like, is there certain, I'm assuming there's probably certain skill sets that one person is more like accustomed to or enjoys doing more. Um, Kevin, it sounds like you, you, you enjoy the TikTok from, you know, putting your hand up there and be like, yeah, we should probably post something there. So how do you guys like divide the work and, and making sure that, uh, I guess, you know, it's fair, but at the same time that everyone has like a voice in, in the stuff that you do as a, as a, as a collective. Yeah, I'd say one thing that's that's really great and something that we've been able to figure out really well is the specific roles and responsibilities that we all fit in. Um, mm-hmm. I remember having this discussion a few months back um, with the guys, and I think this is really something that you have to figure out as you do the work. Um, and I know speaking for myself, kind of some of the nitty gritty that takes place other than than TikTok, <laughs> yeah, there's uh, definitely a lot of a lot of brand <laughs> partnerships, a lot of strategic. Um, connections that we have to make um, and that's somewhere that I've been spending some good time into mm-hmm. um, a good amount of outreach and just uh, sort of setting up the business in terms of where it needs to be and how we can get there um, in terms of the strategy is another side of the things that I tend to work on. Yeah, nice. I'd, I'd like to speak more about the summer where every Saturday we'd actually meet up at Kevin's place. His, him and his family would cook us a nice lunch meal to refuel during the day and what we would do is we would print out so we actually did a limited limited release of pump actions in the summer where we would we bought around five 3d printers and printed full time and this is definitely behind the scenes because it definitely added a couple years on each of our lives just failed prints um, (laughs) 
some of the fits being a little loose and just some of the the print layers not not forming correctly so um, we would always converge every saturday and put these together fulfill all of these orders and that would take around seven to eight hours every saturday and it was definitely really fun because that was kind of our break from a full-time internship that we all had and the time for us to all get together Mm -hmm. shoot a couple videos of content in kev's backyard and um, fulfill some orders while we're at it so all the packaging and the boxes and the tape and the <laughs> printing, the labels. I think, you know, at the time we thought it was something, it was like, oh, this is taking forever. But but looking back on it, I think it was a, a really cool part of the journey and it makes us appreciate kind of where we've come since then. Definitely. Definitely, definitely. Yeah, I think like when it comes to anything really, personal projects, you know, side hustles, whatever you want to call it, um, seeing like the fruits of your labor and starting, you know, from really nothing to to where you guys are right now. Uh, and just being able to reflect on that, I think is super important. Uh, obviously, as you guys know, like as entrepreneurs, you obviously want to keep chasing the next best thing and kind of keep climbing that ladder. But uh, sometimes I think we forget to kind of just take a look back and you know, I've almost, I'm already like 200 steps uh, up on this ladder, right? And and I was only at zero about a year ago, I guess, for you guys. So it's important to 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 uh, to re- yeah, just reflect and enjoy kind of uh, everything that's been going on. What uh, and I, this is more again, kind of on that t- topic of more behind the scenes and everything like that. What would you say when it comes to uh, working in like, you know, a group of three, which is, I think, usually an average, like co-founder number of people around two to three, maybe four. What would you what would you guys consider it to be like a strength or a weakness when it comes to working in uh, in, in a group of three? <laughs> I see I Kevin would, laughing. He's got something. <laughs> I would say from the strength part of it, it's it's so nice to have, you know, if there's ever something where there is um, a dilemma or a debate where there's kind of two sides having that third party to weigh in I can't tell <laughs> a you mediator that that has yeah it, it goes a long ways no nah, that's good i i would like to say that the weakness um kind of very similar to the strength that cole brought up <laughs> is that we are all very similar in terms of the way um that mm. we think and so when there isn't a difference in opinion we just kind of all agree on it and we're like, yep, this is the greatest idea. <laughs> and then it's not until a fourth mind comes in that's that's different to ours that we realize, okay, yeah, maybe we're kind of uh, missing a few things here. Yeah, with, I like that. With that actually Johan, anything said, I'd like to formally introduce, um, we have an Australian associate yeah. that um, helps a lot with the marketing oh, okay. and e-commerce side of things. His name's Taylor. So um, having that that mind that's not like a mechanical engineer that has been around us for 12 hours every single day is definitely refreshing and <laughs> brings a really fresh perspective as well as some some good banter in the, the thick of things. So um, we've definitely stayed grounded in that aspect. No, yeah, that's good. I think especially when you guys spend so much time, like not even out, out, outside of this project as well, like in school, well, probably not so much now because everything's you know online zoom university but uh when classes were on campus you guys would spend time there and so you definitely guys know in ins and outs of of each other and you know each other's strengths and weaknesses which uh, as kevin mentioned can be both a a pro and a con but uh it's nice to know that uh, you guys are able to balance that out and at the end of the day you guys are there because you enjoy it right and you guys enjoy what you guys are doing and what you're creating so 
that's uh, it's important always to remember your why when it comes to 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 staying the course for for whatever you're working on. So um, I'll, I'll leave that w- with with that in terms of all the behind the scenes and more of the administrative stuff. I, I was just more curious as well in terms of like you know working uh, in, in, a, in a group of three and, and stuff like that. It's always interesting to hear other people's thoughts and opinions when it comes to to that kind of uh, working environment. But um, I did see, and maybe again, some of our listeners saw that you guys were just, I'm not sure if you guys are still doing it or, or have kind of wrapped up like a, the brand ambassador thing. Are you guys still doing that? Correct me if I'm wrong. Or is that kind of, is that an ongoing thing? Or was it just kind of a little campaign? So we, we have a kind of a team of ambassadors right now. Obviously, are, we're, we're always open to, to people who really live and breathe the kind of idea of what we're trying to do. Um, but yeah, right. no, that was a, a really fun experience to, to get to know um, people who enjoy the brand on a deeper level uh, and then kind of work with them to help spread the word um, and kind of you know, facilitate the creative side of drinking. Yeah. What, what was that kind of like, like in terms, cause I, the, the ones that I saw, or at least the videos and stuff like that were mostly on TikTok. Mm-hmm. Um, but what was that kind of experience like, uh, like in terms of people like from, you know, not even Vancouver, lower mainland, maybe not even Canada. Like what was that kind of like surreal to you guys? Like, holy I, shit, people are <laughs> actually care about it. Overwhelming. Um, I, I can't remember what the exact number, I think it, I want to say like 250 people submitted their wow. application to be an ambassador and then <laughs> on our end. It's like, how do we deal with all of those numbers? How do we filter through all yeah. that? Um, but yeah, no, that was super cool. And, and having connections all across the world, honestly, like, uh, Johan mentioned we have um, a, a member of our team in Australia, uh, but we have ambassadors in <laughs> all over the states, Canada, um, Europe. It's they're everywhere, which is super definitely cool. definitely a very like humbling it. moment when you can see someone in England and then someone in Australia that are holding your invented product and shotgunning a beer and cheersing you across the world. So definitely a nice. <laughs> Yeah, I can definitely, I can definitely imagine to uh, when it comes to that. I mean, a similar experience like when it comes to the podcast. Like people are tuning in, and it's just like, like you're not even from like Vancouver or the Lower Mainland or even this sure. country. Like, how do you know or why are you listening, right? So I can definitely relate when it comes to that kind of stuff. Uh, it's definitely a yeah, very, very humbling and also just kind of nice little warm, fuzzy feeling in your heart of like you know you've impacted someone in in one way or another. So uh, that's always uh, very important. Um, I'm curious as well, uh, and again, uh, just trying to get to know you guys a little bit more uh, on your interests, I guess, outside of obviously, we all know you enjoy drinking, um, but uh, any kind of like other hobbies that you guys do that uh, maybe someone wouldn't have thought otherwise or something like that, like a little a little, a little hidden secret or talent even. It doesn't have to be a That's hobby. That's a tough one. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I... I... I will say that I'm the only one that's not from the Vancouver area. So I'm, I'm originally from Alberta. So I guess I'm a, a prairie boy at heart. <laughs> and, and with that comes kind of the, I guess the hockey or the outdoors. Um, yeah. Golf. Uh, I think I'm the only one here that <laughs> really golfs. Johan, I, I, I don't know. I've never played against you, but. All right. I, I know golfing was kind of relatively a big thing during the summer, at least I saw almost everyone just going to the range and the course yeah. and stuff like that definitely became the the trend this uh, summer 2020. I didn't mean to put you guys on the spot. If you can't think of uh, anything, that's all good. I, Kevin, do you have I something? Some, some things to add, like 
people definitely know that I'm into working out. That's one thing that's kind of <laughs> from the creatine um, shotguns. Yeah. <laughs> from the, some of the shotguns that you see in some of the videos. Um, I'm pretty into building things, which I think is, is pretty apparent, but uh, kind of combine the two with one of the builds we did over the summer. Um, built myself a nice home gym out of concrete, which some people might wow. not have seen. So uh, yeah, that's another side of Kevin that people might not know about. That's pretty cool, man. I would say that's awesome. I definitely had a working out and sports um, side of me as I used to be very into running and I just shameless plug ran a, ran a marathon uh, in 2019, but over quarantine, <laughs> I probably haven't gone for any runs or gymmed at all. So it's definitely a tough time when I have to see the guys and they're out here grinding and I'm... <laughs> Spending a lot of time with my girlfriend Jeanette, so I hope that shout out will will be a nice kick when she. Yeah, it'll it'll get her it'll get her way for sure. <laughs> nice man, I, I I like to hear that, and I guess the uh, one of the questions before we kind of dive into a different topic here, and uh, this has got to be a hundred percent honest, no BS. Which one of you, all three of you is the best one at shotgunning? I would, say I would say it's pretty close it's between pretty Kevin close. and I, and you know we might have to do a race here later tonight. <laughs> yeah, I'm just ahead, out of the competition, out of the race. He's over. Oh no, <laughs> similar and we're all pretty average compared to the whole shotgun yeah. world. Yeah, that's, see, that's the thing. Um, I I used to think I was pretty fast, and I and I'd like to think the three of us are pretty fast when it comes to normal people um, <laughs> in any regular party setting if you're shotgunning we're one of the first ones to finish but then you see the world of tiktok and there's these guys that are shotgunning drinks in i kid you not one second um they've Steve got will do it <laughs> those guys there's even faster people there's, there's oh these guys gosh. that have developed this whole strategy on how it's just one big sip and it's they're not even they're not even gulping they just open their throat and it goes down i don't know how they do it um but compared to that we're very slow <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, we'll, we'll say in an average Vancouver party, you guys are probably going to be like you know, one that. of the first yeah. ones to finish. <laughs> no, that's good. That's good. Um, all right, that that's all, that's a good little segue here uh, into into kind of like the other side of that I wanted to talk about, and um, which was more on the create the creating side um, when it comes to the actual hands on. And you 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 touched upon this a little bit uh, when you guys were talking about like the three D printing and the manual labor that you guys had to had to put into you know the, the limited release that you did uh, in the summer. I think so. What what has been that process like in terms of the actual? Uh, taking a design and you know figuring out the logistics of it and and all that kind of jazz and actually being able to you know from from again from point A to to point B actually seeing the finished product in your hand, what has been kind of the trials, the errors, the obstacles, the learnings? What's that been whole experience been like for you guys? Um, I mean, you can start it off. I'll get it. Okay. That's a very big question. <laughs> Wait, who oh, I, okay. <laughs> um, I would yeah. say to start it off, obviously we started 3D printing and you can see that 3D printing one pump action takes around 10 to 12 hours and it's not a scalable business. So we really needed to mm-hmm. kind of take a leap of faith and find a more suitable way to produce these at scale because 
a lot of our audience really, really liked the product and we believed in it that much. So that's kind of the reason why we did a Kickstarter to pay for an injection mold overseas and get a more suitable long-term plan. Um, with that, there are a ton of challenges. I remember at the very start, we had no idea how we were going to fulfill these because fulfilling around 50 at Kevin's house with three of us is around eight hours. I don't know <laughs> how many more eight hour days we were able to pull out, but figuring out fulfillment, um, understanding what kind of suppliers to contact overseas, as well as getting someone that's reputable, that's not going to rip off your product right when they sent, when you send the files, files over. And then also just yeah. trial and error, rinse and repeat about just failing a bunch in terms of with our suppliers. I know one of our suppliers, hopefully they're not listening to this podcast right now, but <laughs> they would just have no accountability. And no names, no names. <laughs> getting our parts in on time. And there are definitely a lot of things to learn from that process where a lot of our customers would order pump actions and we wouldn't have them in-house for two weeks and we'd have to send a lot of customer service emails, but that really helped us grow a ton. So really attest to the process, just trust the process, I'd say. Nice. That's a good overview. Um, I'll kind of jump in just on the earlier stage of that, kind of the before the 3D, or I guess before and during the 3D printing. Um, from that side of kind of coming up with an idea and then taking that idea into a prototype, um, that's where kind of what we do is you, you want to be as iterative as possible. And, and whether that's starting with a bunch of sketches, um, not kind of committing too much time and resources early, but then, okay, you know, maybe it's, it's showing the rest of the guys a sketch I was working on. Oh, do they like it? Okay, sweet. Then I'll maybe make a model, um, a 3d, like a 3d CAD model. Uh, and then, okay, that looks good. Okay. I'll print it. And then you kind of print it and you hold it in your hands and you see, oh no, I should have done this. This is, <laughs> this is terrible. I need to fix this. Um, and kind of iterating through those process, I think with, with the pump action, just one of the parts, I think we've gone through about 20 to 30 different iterations uh, on it and you're continuously improving. So um, yeah, there's always room to, to get better. And, and that's where kind of you also develop your skills in the process. Yeah. That's super important. Kevin, anything else to, to add? I think they summed it up really well. Um, I think to go from idea to a product in people's hands, you definitely have to be iterative. You definitely have to get creative. And there's a lot that we learned over the last few months because we really had no idea where to even start um, a few months ago. <laughs> no but, one does. <laughs> yeah, I think, I think it really, in the end, it all worked out really well. Um, and then we figured out the supply chain issues. We figured out kind of the manufacturing side of things. And now it's just the focus is getting more of them into people's hands. Yeah. I think that's the the most difficult part when it's out of kind of like more or less out of your control, like as Johan mentioned, like supplier issues or stuff like that. That's when you, I think also freak out the most because you want to obviously make sure that everything is streamlined. And uh, once you kind of trust someone else to ensure that the process is going to be smooth, you're just kind of like, well, it falls in their court, whether they, you know, they pass it back or not is up to them. So there's only so much that you can really do. But it's, as Johan also mentioned, it's important to maintain that, you know, customer service level and all different aspects of a very uh, successful business are, are, are those things, right? I think for 
uh, on the outside, people think of it as just like, okay, well, it's like this product, or I can do it, or I can do it. Okay, but yeah, I might be able to do one, but like now you got to do that times whatever number of things that you actually have to do. So, or that you have to deliver. It's definitely more, more to meets the eye when it comes to to that kind of work. So big kudos to to the three of you and the rest of the team as well. Just uh, sticking to it, sticking to your guns and and getting the work done, man. Getting shit done. Yeah. That's what it's about. And even to, <laughs> even to I like to, to that, hear that. Like, our following has been so instrumental to all of our success. Like every time we would have a delay in supply chain or even some parts that were a little bit defective, everyone's super understanding and it's more than a product to them. And that's something that really goes down deep with us where they want to see us succeed. They genuinely see us Mm -hmm. as three guys just wanting to try something new and form two passions of drinking and and engineering together. And along the way, there's going to be mistakes. And for everyone to be so receptive to that and accepting, it's definitely helped us a ton along the way. So big shout out to our fans and our our, our followers. I wouldn't say fans, just um, forming a community. Yeah, no, that's... <laughs> the community members no yeah and I, and I think that's what's super important about you know building an audience in today's like digital age um it's not so much about just you know having that one and done customer if they'll buy the product they'll like it they might not like it but it's like getting that repeat customer or getting that like individual to really buy into i would exactly. consider even like the lifestyle right and i i think as well like a big comparison that i can do for for maybe for some people who who might know them like it's like the Nelk boys like people love them just it's not just so much like obviously the videos and the content that they do but like it's the the full send lifestyle that they buy into and everything like that so um that's what you guys are building and hey you'll be the maybe the 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 Nelk boys of the of the west coast right so i'm super excited for that (laughs) that'll be good kevin did you want to say something um no i think i think they covered it pretty well Sounds good. Sounds good. One final question here before I go, I guess uh, the precursor to the final question. Um, I'm curious as well to know kind of like and individually um, for each of you, what has been your biggest kind of like milestone or success so far with like drunk engineers? Um, a kind of like a moment where you took a step back and again, reflected and I was just like, holy shit, we're here. Or like we achieved this or something like that. It can be personable or uh, as a collective. I would definitely say personally, my most humbling and proud moment is to just see people in four to five different countries across three different continents holding a product that I conceptualized with the boys and we all developed together. Um, I think that's (laughs) really surreal, just seeing like someone enjoying something that you created. And then um, in the past month, we actually hit six figures in revenue. So just seeing the cash in the bank is definitely a nice, a nice proud moment. <laughs> just to see that we've actually validated a product. It's um, good. I guess for me, the step back. So every once in a while, we'll get either a message or a comment, uh, an email from from someone who who kind of they they really trigger a a step back moment. I guess we could call it and. You know, sometimes yeah. they're they're sporadic, um, but it's also when you get one of these things, it's it's like, oh, thanks so much! Like I love this. I gave it to my my brother as a gift, and he loves it. Um, and it, it just really kind of enforces that idea that yeah, we our kind of 
taking an idea and, and really bringing that idea to life. And, and, and it's an idea that people enjoy. Um, I think that sort of validation really is important for all of us. And in, in the kind of sense of, you know, fulfillment that you get out of that is, is pretty awesome. Yeah. Uh, I think for nice. me, definitely the most rewarding thing out of all this, as the other guys said as well, um, it's really seeing that following and seeing people that truly believe in us um, and truly enjoy consuming our content. I really enjoy just kind of um, doing some outreach and reaching out to some people and talking to them and getting to know them almost on a personal level. Um, and I think Cole said it pretty well. There's definitely some messages. Um, I remember we got an email a while back um, from a, almost a friend, I'd, I'd call it, um, saying that, you know, first, first I saw this product, I was hating on it. I was like, there's no <laughs> way I'm going to use that. That's not for me. And then I got to know Kevin and the guys and their brand is really cool. Now I love this thing and I never shotgun without it. And then you guys all <laughs> need to buy one. And it, it's just really humbling seeing someone, um, especially someone that transitions from the other end of not liking the product, but then mm -hmm. they know about us, they uh, get behind it. I think it's really cool. Nice. Yeah, it comes full circle. That's uh, always nice to see and nice to hear. And yeah, I think just in general, all those moments, uh, I think for all three of you are obviously super important and uh, hopefully more as well along the way in, in the rest of your guys' journey as you continue to, to do great things. Um, we are nearing, unfortunately, the end of our episode here. Uh, but as uh, I have asked guests in the past, um, and again, this can be answered individually or as a, as a drunk engineer's uh, answer, um, but what piece of advice would you give to your younger self, uh, or selves, I guess I should say, um, proper grammar here. So yeah, what piece of advice would you give to your younger selves? Um, I guess I'll take this one first. I would say do as much, if you ever have an opportunity to be creative, if there's kind of the two paths, I mean, that's pretty stereotypical, but always take the, path. <laughs> the fork in the road. Yeah, exactly. Always take the path where you have an opportunity to be creative um, and do something that you enjoy doing. Uh, I know kind of right now we're all at that path where graduating, you know, there's the entrepreneurship route or there's kind of the more stable route. Um, and I think what we've learned is um, when you do things for yourself as an entrepreneur, there's so much more opportunities to learn. Um, you're, we kind of touched on it briefly that, you know, you don't know what's ahead. Um, and you don't know exactly how to do something, but you figure it out and you figure it out either from being successful or being unsuccessful. And then you take that and you apply it to the next thing. Um, so mm -hmm. I think for all of us, this experience has really taught us so much and it's, it's been an invaluable experience. Um, and I would just say to my, my, uh, former self, keep kind of <laughs> keep staying on that path of the creative side. Like that. Well said, Cole, well said. I would say for me, it's definitely to really enjoy and appreciate the process. I know everyone talks about like the destination and wanting to get from point A to point B, but when you're in the trenches and you're waking up at 9am, um, <laughs> going to Kevin's house to fulfill Kickstarter orders and finishing up at 10pm, um, it's really those kind of moments where you take a nice selfie that hopefully you'll be looking back on in three or four years and really remembering that memory for life. So just um, sometimes it's really nice to just take a step back and really appreciate the state where you're in. And obviously it's 
very normal for humans to always be shooting for that next step and always aspiring to be a bit better. But it's always times to pat yourselves on the back and just appreciate and just soak it all in. Yeah, well said as well, Johan. Thank you. Kevin, you're the last one. No pressure. <laughs> I, think, I think they already took a good one. So um, I would say I would say keep doing what you're doing. Um, I wouldn't really change a thing. I think everything that really happens forms you into who you are, and I wouldn't change a bit of it. Um, one thing I would kind of wish I did more of would be take risks. Um, mm-hmm. I think it's it's often pretty pretty scary to think of a failure and and not want to be in that situation, but I think it's really important to uh, take those risks and fail early and fail fast because all you do end of the day is you learn from it and the the outcomes are not as extreme as you imagine them in your head. So that's the, that's right. Definitely, man. If I, if I didn't take a risk, I wouldn't be chatting with you guys right now on this podcast. So there you go. If you need another example of to take risks, uh, yours truly is, is, is a prime example of that, but thank you guys so much. I really do appreciate it. Cole, Kevin, Johan, thank you for taking the time out of uh, your busy schedules to, to be a part of the podcast. I really appreciate you sharing the story as well and the origins and, you know, the behind the scenes of drunk engineers and everything that you guys are doing on a on a daily basis there and really killing it right uh, I'm, I'm really looking forward to to seeing the growth that you guys will have and summer 2021 i'm sure will be a big summer for for you guys so v- looking forward to that as well thank you again to all of our listeners for tuning in um where can where can they find you where can they see your work um where can they is it available right now like the 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 shotgun tool yeah right or no yeah it's yeah it's available our website is drunkengineers.ca uh, you can also find us on Instagram at drunk underscore engineers and on TikTok at drunk engineers. So there you go. Look at that branding. Us. Look at that branding. Just all simple, concise. <laughs> that sounds good. If you guys want to do any other shout outs as well, personal shout outs, anything like that, now's the time. You've got you've got open form. with us on LinkedIn as well at DE Innovations Inc. where we have a lot of other things um, in the pipeline in terms of consulting and more than Ooh, we'll we'll leave that yeah, as a bit of a teaser <laughs> uh, yeah Ooh. yeah maybe a part two <laughs> indeed I sounds good one shout out um taylor because he's not here yeah because there is actually four of us in this company <laughs> uh, so huge shout out to him all the way from here to australia shout out taylor you're missed my man uh cole anything for you man before we head out i'm good a lot of fun man you're all good man. excellent thank it. you guys no yeah, thank you so much, appreciate it you yeah. guys were you guys were beauties. Thank you so much for for taking the time. And uh, yeah, I'll put all the links, all their socials, everything like that they just mentioned in the description down below. If you're watching on YouTube, thank you so much for tuning in. Make sure to hit that like and subscribe button. Uh, we do an episode every week uh, for the rest of the year and hopefully moving forward as well. Thank you again for tuning in. Um, this is Aaron from Beneath Vancouver, and this has been episode 49 with the Drunk Engineers. I'll see you on the next one. Take care, everyone. <laughs>